Welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast made for mumpreneurs by mumpreneurs. Each week, we are diving into mum-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and family-friendly business. Today, I am your host, Michelle Poulvert, and I am chatting with the wonderful confidence speaker coach, Julia Miles, and we are going to talk about all things camera, being comfortable on camera. I'm really excited for this, so thank you so much, Julia, for joining us. Hello. Hello. I'm excited too, Michelle. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you. Oh, well, I would love to just have you tell everyone what the business is, what you do, how you help women get it comfortable being on camera and all of your amazing work with confidence there. Okay. So about me to start with, trained actress, worked at the BBC as a studio director and live TV producer, and have been a confidence speaker coach for over a decade, now Roger Love coach. That's the background. But really, what I do now is I work as a on-camera confidence coach, mm. and I can help you with your voice as well. I'm a voice coach, and I put those two together. I am all about inspiring business women to really own being on camera, being the star they are, not having to pretend to be anybody else, but lean in and be glorious you and stepping in to that role as of business celebrity for your business. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be all, all very big headed business celebrity. It's not that. But how different would your business be if you showed up as the best commodity in your business today? You mm. loved yourself enough, you owned yourself enough, and you just showed up. Then you will get to A-list business celebrity. Yeah? Mm, that's beautiful. And I think something, obviously, a lot of mums will really resonate with. I know I work with a lot of mums and try and encourage them to show their faces on their website it's really important for connection and the main excuse I get is like well since I had kids I don't feel so confident or I don't want to take pictures of myself I don't want to be seen I'm curious if you've had that experience too and if so how you help the women in your world get past that and get visible yeah I think it that is just so normal first know if that's you and you're listening to go to this and going I can't get out in front of the camera I hate it <laughs> don't worry you're not alone my friend you're not alone my and and I've had to feel that too right mm. and I think I found myself having had kids and I went from business job corporate job to um big stay-at-home mum and then to come out of that period and find yourself can be really exciting but kind of scary too <laughs> but it we need to embrace this and you are enough and you're amazing and beautiful and I just think you have to give yourself the gift of rehearsal mm. right I think we we're all at home we're more than ever everybody's at home and I see this top business entrepreneurs as well and they're not talking to anybody during the day or maybe you're talking to your younger kids and then you're expecting yourself to go straight into a top-notch business. I'm doing a live and I'm great. And mm. the transition can be hard. And it's it's really preparing for that and allowing yourself just to have a rehearsal and go, okay, this week I'm going to record something on my phone every day, record a video. It doesn't have to go out to the world. Mm. I, called, I call it my audience-free practice method. <laughs> 
But what we're going to do one bit at a time is I'm going to get used to seeing myself on camera. I'm getting Mm. used to pressing the red button. (laughs) I've got to find where the red button is first as well. I'm going to get used to watching myself back. I'm going to get used to talking using my voice more. Mm. So I can talk about the elements of my business as I'm walking around the house, as I'm driving Mm. in the car, as I'm boiling the kettle. Mm. I can practice delivering, talking about the main things I talk about in my business. Now, I think rehearsal is so key and something probably a lot of people skip thinking you're meant to just hop online. So I think that's really, really great advice (laughs) to just give yourself permission to do a couple of dry runs to get used to it too. Absolutely. But here's the thing. Don't get stuck in rehearsal mode. Don't (laughs) get You go, oh, I've got an excuse now. I can just stay in this. Oh, I don't have to g- actually go live yet. Mm. So I have a maximum for people. You can have up to 30 days, but that's it. <laughs> now, if you haven't been doing anything already, and it's always been a whip, I'm, I'm going to, then 30 days might feel like forever, but there is a definite end, you know, and for some people, they might just say, just get on and do a live and you Mm. learn as you go and you can learn as you go. It's all learning. I am still learning as I go, right? When I've done a live, when I've done a recording, whatever it is, I have a little notebook and I'll watch it back and I'll write down, what did I learn this time? Oh yeah. (laughs) Here's Here's the thing. You can practice at home and just do that on your video with video on your phone or whatever. But also when you're in Zoom meetings, we all have so many Zoom meetings. You can have networking meetings. You can have trainings, whatever it is. Each time you show up, think, oh, I'm going to practice something different, even if you're not speaking. Mm. So at the beginning of lockdown 2020, I had over 50 coaching calls a week. It was ridiculous. But every time I was like, right, this is when I really began to nail in the on-camera stuff. I was like, right, okay, I'm going to work out my lighting this time. This week is all going to be all about my lights. Next week, I'm going to do all about, I'm just going to try out different tops. Oh, no, that <laughs> one looks terrible on me. That color's great. That one, you know, make whatever it is. And just take one tiny ingredient every time. And all of this is to help you to know, know you can do it and you feel more confident It's not to go, oh, my goodness, there's a thousand things to think about this. I can't do it. I'm giving up. Mm. Right. We just do tiny little steps forward. Mm. I think that's so powerful, though, because, you know, I have a background in film, too. And when we were putting on you know, production, it's not just one person having to think of every single thing that goes into making a great image, a great film. It's an entire crew. And when you're creating that kind of content for yourself, You have to think about, like you mentioned, the lighting, the background, your hair, your makeup, how your voice is sounding if you've had coffee earlier in the day or or something. And all those different little pieces add up to that really polished result you're looking for. But because you're a one-person band, you have to think of all those different elements and kind of approach them each individually. So I think that's a really great system to make it achievable with still the goal of getting that end result. Yeah, and there are a lot of things there. And it's it, reminder, it's not to be overwhelmed. It's to be looking after you to prepare yourself, which will give you confidence and help you feel more comfy on camera, as I like to say, comfortable on camera. That's what we want for you. Mm. 
and you can do that. Now, here's the thing. As new business owners and young business owners, and as we go, grow up through it as well, I think for me personally, I love training and courses and strategies. And Mm. it's so easy to go, oh, I'm just going to do this training and I've got this course and whatever. But here's the thing. If we are not confident in implementing and showing up and delivering that webinar, Mm. in running a challenge confidently with you on camera, then all those investments, poof, there's no points. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that's how you eventually actually build the business is implementing all of those strategies, all of those little pieces. That's that's the business in the end. Yeah. And do you know what? The little dot on your laptop or your your camera, your phone, whatever, people fear that. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. It's, it's a gift to you. I want you to think of it like camera magic, business magic, because that dot links you to the world. Mm. The last couple of months, I've coached people in Hawaii, Australia, India, um, America. And that, just this little device allows us to be connected with the world. This is fantastic as a mum at home. And I sometimes forget when, especially in earlier days, as a mum, as I, I sort of think, oh, what am I doing? Just look at the world map, my folk, my mm-hmm. friends. <laughs> look at the world map and go, oh, yes, this is my audience. There are people out there who need me and mm-hmm. I can do this through. I've got this. You don't need lots of tech. Big news. You don't. Just embrace what you've got. If it's your phone, if it's your laptop, great. And go, this is where I'm starting. Let's get going. Um, There's something else I was going to say there. But yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, there's another point there. Sorry. Mm. It, it's like you have the ability to create your own Netflix. Mm. Okay. Don't get hung up that nobody's watching you. People nowadays, we're used to Netflix, whatever it is. They'll go back and choose on demand. Mm-hmm. So every time you're showing up on camera, you're building your library, your TV channel. It's awesome. It is camera magic. And that will work for you forever. Now, don't get hung up going, oh, that's why I can't go on camera, because it's going to be on there forever. And what will people think? No, no, no. (laughs) See that as an incredible tool that you are building for your business. And that's why we want to start today. Mm. Right. That's why it's no more than 30 days, no more than seven days, no more than 24 hours. Get going, my friend. (laughs) But I think but that's you- such a great point. It's it's this ongoing asset that you are building. Obviously, there's the literal video content that you're creating, but there's also, like you mentioned, that skill as you practice it, as you rehearse those things, as you give the same pitch and the same webinar, or you have that same sales call. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's experienced that. It gets easier and it gets more comfortable. And you find the work of doing that sort of speaking, that presenting becomes natural because you've done it so many times it's like desensitized as well (laughs) that's right yeah but do you know what where I see people get a bit unstuck here where they find themselves feeling really uncomfortable on camera it's when they're trying to pretend not pretend they don't even know they're doing it but they're being trying to be somebody they're not Mm-hmm. They're trying to be Amy Porterfield or they're trying to be Tony Roberts or whoever it is mm. that they've obviously seen. And boy, we've studied and see so many of these amazing um, online business entrepreneurs. 
and we have to come back and believe in ourselves. And it's like, you do you. That's why I say, be the star you are, my friend. Mm. So if you feel awkward when you're talking to the camera, think about, know that if you can have a normal conversation anywhere in the world off camera, you can do this. Mm. And when you come in front of the camera, it is just a conversation. Mm. It's a conversation. Imagine that person behind the camera. It's not a huge pre- presenting to the world. It's much smaller scale than that. Mm. And you bring yourself because nobody has done your business like you do it in your way. And I think once you've got that permission piece in place, ah, we can breathe a bit more. We can be a bit more comfortable on camera and then we can have more fun, which is brilliant because that's what we want in our business. Exactly. I think that's a lovely, a lovely message. And I'm really curious when we're talking about things like webinars that are a bit of a bulkier thing to put on and you have certain things you need to hit and you've got your sales pitch. How do you help sort of navigate that line between reading a script and having all the points and hitting every single thing? And feeling like you're actually having a conversation, like you mentioned, making it feel natural and easy. So again, great question. I think this comes back to practice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not writing your webinar the day of the delivery of the webinar. You're okay. And I've been there where it's just a bit close, delivering the slides, juggling it around. It's in your planning. Yeah, that's not ideal. That was in the end. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm human. Okay, just go with that. But I think it's giving yourself a realistic timeline for planning for these things. Mm. Work out what you want in the style of slides or presenting to camera. Some people prefer being very behind the slides and just using their voice. Mm. And that can take some pressure off for you but that you can also use your voice for influence as well. That's a whole other thing. (laughs) Um, So I'd say practice in that with a webinar. There is stamina in going from a two-minute live to being able to sustain a whole hour-long webinar to then there's more stamina to be able to, for those people who want enough voice and to carry on for a whole weekend's event. Mm Mm-hmm. You can feel that change, can't you? Okay, I'm on mm. camera for two minutes. I can do an hour. Yeah. I can do a weekend or a whole mm. week. So you see, we're learning. We're on that journey. We start with a little bit. We start with a live. It's all stepping stones taking us to where we want to go. But it's very easy to think, I've got to do it all right now perfectly today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's easy to get ahead of yourself with sort of all the things you might need to do rather than just focusing on the one thing you need to do today. Yes, yes. But the vision is important. Mm. And I think remembering as mums at home doing that business, we so can do this. Hold on to that vision. We need it. Um, But really remembering you can start that now in your home and it starts with getting comfortable on camera and being you Mm. and look at it rather than going oh I'm really scared of that it's bringing it back to this is amazing I have a whole tv studio in my laptop it's in the (laughs) corner of my room uh, or wherever it is 
and I can be with my kids as well. So I have kids doing exams at the moment. It's amazing. I can do my business, but I can get up and I can see them. And when they're coming in from their exams in the middle of the day and be with them and then go back, it gives us the lifestyle, doesn't it? Mm. It does give us the lifestyle, but to really deliver the lifestyle, we need to really get comfortable on camera and own our voice. Mm. I think that's a really interesting point you kind of touched on is that sense of being around our kids and having that flexibility. And I'm sure I'm not the only mom who struggled with having a little one actually underfoot when recording videos. And it's, it is a juggle. And I think it can either be something that overwhelms you and you sort of crawl back in your shell and don't want to do it anymore. Or you just accept that life happens. Kids are part of your life and your business and that's okay. And something Olivia and I talk about a lot is that's just mum life. That's mum business. That's what it is. It comes part and parcel with it. And what I think makes it so relatable to other women, other people having family and business at the same time. So that's my personal little applaud to mums who have kids underfoot when you're trying to do things like video and not being sort of ashamed of having that other piece of your life be present as well. No, and it's it, absolutely embrace it because that is you. Mm-hmm. And it's a choice of how much you want your kids to be seen mm-hmm. on camera or not. Some people are very out there. This is my life. And, and that builds a connection in a whole different way through the lens with you because you're letting there's trust. You're allowing them, your audience into your life, seeing your kids, whatever. Mm. In other ways, some people don't want their children to be, their kids to be on camera. But you can, I think, if we're pretending to be perfect and not, <laughs> and show, not showing the rest of our lives, mm-hmm. then that, hmm, I think it's up to you. I mm. think it's up to you. But no, it's all right. And you can do that. And if you are doing it with kids round and under your feet, that's gorgeous. Celebrate that. They're such magical times. And just go, this is brilliant. I've got gorgeous kids and they're coming to join me as I record this video. Mm -hmm. And then I know some people, if you're doing like you're recording a course and there's a batch of content you just need to get done, Mm. then that maybe we want a different feel for it then that might be the time to arrange that the children, the kids aren't going to be under your feet. If there's no way around it, do it or do it when they're asleep, right? If you get the opportunity, have a bit of time without them, then that's a gift as well. So so you know your family and your demands yeah. and what works for you. Exactly. I think that's a really key piece of everything you shared. It's like, you know you and what you are is as important as all the other business sort of strategies. So celebrating that publicly, I think, is a really great way to build that connection and show up for your business. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, you just touched on something and I was really curious. You mentioned this idea of sitting down to record your entire course and batching out all of this content. Help, advice, please, for us. I'm going into doing this myself. Like the stamina behind creating so much content and keeping your energy and your tone and just your momentum going for potentially hours worth of content. Do you have any advice for us as listeners, as potential course creator myself sitting here to sort of maintain that? Okay. Well, I think managing energy is key. 
mm. and be realistic with your planning. So there's the whole thing monetize before you make it in knowing that you've got audience before you start even start recording. If you're choosing to record in advance anyway, or you've got a course up and running, think what is advantageous to you. Often mm. when people do courses, they're probably going to put maybe a bit more care into their makeup and how they're dressed for that because it's going to last more of a lifetime than just doing an impromptu live. Mm. So there is a bit more preparation time. So factor that in. You definitely need breaks, if you're, especially if you're not used to it. There's a lot mm. of information you've got to take in. At some point, you'll get brain fog, <laughs> right? So decide, is it one module an afternoon or are you going to literally go, this is the day and I'm doing six back to back? If you mm. need that, you need the stamina and it's keeping the standard up throughout. Mm. You may want somebody there to help you. Are you self-recording? Have you got somebody on camera? Or somebody just to even tick off you know that you said what you, you <laughs> include. Mm. Touch up your hair or your makeup. You don't need all these things. But as you scale your business up, they're an option. Mm. But I think you have to be really aware of the energy, how much you're used to doing in one go. Mm. When we were recording TV shows, we were going all day. Absolutely. And I know I could do that. But have you got the strength of voice and the energy to sustain through your day? Be mm -hmm. realistic because you want to bring the best to this that you're recording. Mm. You absolutely can do it, but be very realistic when you're planning. And I think that's one thing I've really had to learn because sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do this this week and we'll do that next week. Another workshop here and a webinar there. And oh. And maybe you're that person who can deliver it and go for it. Mm. But for that stamina, I'd say it's practice. What have you done up until that point? If you're practicing for, for the length of day. And mm. sometimes I find people come to me who who have got used to have enough voice for part of the day, but they can't get through the whole day. So if you know your voice tires quickly, mm. you're going to want to – schedule that in shorter sections hmm. and then work on developing your voice so that you can yeah. do a longer film day. I wonder if there's something too there about the time of day. I often, listening to myself, I realise like, oh, I sound a bit more like me in the morning because I'm awake, my voice is rested, I feel like I'm at my best at that time of day. I'm curious if that's something you also notice and maybe encourage. I think that's down to you, I love that you're, really? you've got that awareness. <laughs> but I think it's down to you know you again, right? Yeah. So, yes, if you're on a morning person, get on it and be recording a tape. But give time for your voice to warm up as well mm. and to move your body before you get going. Mm. Definitely put get the energy going into your body <laughs> because you can hear it in your voice mm. as you speak and as you deliver. Mm, yeah, I think that's a really excellent point. And I'm sure that's something you cover a lot in sort of your work is also, it's not just your voice, your vocal cords, it's your whole body, it's your whole experience, it's your mood, it's the whole of you that shows up, even if we're only listening to the voice. I think that's really, really key. Sorry. Yeah, it is a whole thing, a whole body sport. Speaking is a whole body sport. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'd also when you're thinking about recording your course, I'd think about what do you want your audience to feel? Mm. Right? Because it's not just the 
we're talking to them and I'm teaching you all this content and I'm talking to you. What, how do we want our audience to respond? Mm. So as we think about communication, the words, there's a theory, the words are only 7% of what people hear and understand and communicate with. So therefore, we've got our body and we've got the sound of our voice. Mm. So I will look at a script. I'm doing a live later. There are, say, five sections in it. And I, as well as having marked that up, I will think about what I want my audience to feel and I will use my voice to show that mm. as well. This is deep communication. And so if I want somebody to feel happy at the beginning, I'm happy, excited. So therefore, I'm going to put that energy into my voice. Mm. But then I might have a really serious bit. Okay, we've got work to do, right? Or I'm going to tell you the story. And then we can get excited about this other bit and then we can get surprised and we can play with our voice through our training, not to make it over the top animated and not you, but there are things you can do with your voice to keep your listener listening, which will keep their attention when they're listening to your course, which will keep their attention when you're in an hour long webinar. Mm. When you're delivering your sales pitch, the sound of how your voice is coming across is crucial. Okay, so I can say, oh, yeah, I've got this offer and I'm doing it and you can come and join me for this and I'm going to talk really fast here because I'm not really sure about my offer. And I'm just going to say it because I'm not, do you know what I mean? Mm. Or I can use lower tones in my voice, be, own the authority a bit more and say, this is my offer. I'd love to help you. There's this and this. And it's amazing. And you could probably tell from those t listening to those two different versions which one, which person you might prefer to buy from. Mm. Yeah, that's really powerful. I think the it's probably subconscious for a lot of us as we're speaking, but mm. that emotion, that kind of tone, as you mentioned, is so compelling from the other side, from that listening perspective. So I think it is really worth trying to pay attention to as well. Absolutely. And I think I see I see this a lot with business women and mums mm. where they're used to doing the baby voice, not a baby, mm. voice, talking with the young ones. And there is there is a, a, a jump, a switch you need to make till you talk mm. to your audience. So think about how do you want to come across to your audience, mm. you know, and to own that. And it's stepping into Yes, my friend, you can be an expert. You can, you are, you can be an authority and really lean in to some of those lower notes, not all the time when you're speaking, but own your message. Mm. And I think there's a jump to be made there for mums at home, mumpreneurs mm. to allow themselves that authority. They mm. want it. I see many women who want it. And I'll say, how do you want to come across? Oh, I want to come across knowledgeable, the experts, and authority, and fun, friendly, and kind, and all those other magical things that you might want. But you have to allow yourself to explore that voice and own it. Because sometimes we're running around with our kids, and our voice is up here, and, oh, please do, you know, <laughs> it's tea time, or whatever. And I'm exaggerating, okay? Mm. But there is almost the voice the sound of your business voice as yeah. well that you can explore. Not to overwhelm you, but there's so many different <laughs> things to think about. Really don't let that get in the way. Get going, mm. get on camera, do your thing. But 
I really want to help business women step in to that voice of authority and experts. And that's why I say when you be the star you are, when you own your business celebrity status, yes, I am the expert. Your whole body, your stature changes and your voice changes as well. And then you've got that impact and influence for your audience and your sales, Hmm. etc. I love that. Well, I'm sure we could keep nattering on about this because it is so fascinating and so important. But please share with the listeners how we can learn more, be in your world a little bit more, and maybe learn a little bit more about this specifically for our own businesses. Absolutely. Thank you, Michelle. So you can go to Julia Miles, that's miles with a Y, dot com. And that's my website. From there, you can get my free comfy on camera guide. Scroll down to the button and it says, yes, take me to the guide. (laughs) And that's a good first base start. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be in my world. And I have a Facebook page, Julia Miles with a Y, unlock your voice power. And I do weekly play along sessions there as well. So you can practice at home with me (laughs) on Thursdays, which are quite good fun. So yeah. Thank you so much. I'm sure that we'll all be checking that out. I think the play along is such a good idea and a good way to get people warmed up to doing this. So I definitely encourage people to check that out. Well, thank you so much again for joining us. And thank you listeners for joining us this week on Marketing Like a Mother. If you found value in today's show and want to support some fellow mompreneurs, we'd really appreciate a rating or even telling a business friend about the show. We're going to be next uh, back next week with more marketing tips for busy mums with business. And in the meantime, if you're keen to book some more dream clients with your website, make sure you check out my value-packed 16-minute mum-approved length training about websites that convert for my very best tips on optimizing your website for conversions and get those visitors turning into paying clients. You can catch that on my website at michellepontvert.com converts. And until then, take care. Bye.